Heavenly Father, we thank you for this passage of Scripture. We pray that as we look at it this morning, you would help us to meet with you again in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Saviour, today and always. Amen. Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp. They're all methods today of making an announcement. Maybe there's a press conference, but shouting at shepherds on a hillside in Israel? You'd be forgiven for thinking that was a bit silly, but it is exactly what God chose to do. And I suspect that the surprise of that is a bit lost on us now. How many times have we heard that story, seen it acted out in a nativity play? But you know, I think it would have been very surprising at the time. After all, the shepherds were terrified. And you would think that the shepherds would have been the least likely candidates to receive such news. After all, they spent most of their time wandering around with their sheep in the hills, not coming across anybody else with whom they could share any such news or announcement. So why did God choose to announce something so important to them? Well, you know, when you look back at the rest of Scripture, interestingly, shepherds have been exactly the kind of people that God has chosen for important roles in the whole story of his relationship with his people before. Abraham, he was a shepherd. Genesis 13 tells us how there was not enough grazing to support both his and Lot's flocks and herds, so they had to separate. And that's how Abraham came to be living near Mamre in Hebron. Moses, he was a shepherd too. Exodus 3 verse 1 says, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, where, of course, then he had his experience with the burning bush. And then, of course, David. He, too, was a shepherd, wasn't he? Carrying a slingshot with five small stones to sling at predators after his sheep, but used in particular against the predator Goliath, who was after the Lord's people. So, shepherds are kind of key in God's world, it seems. And our group of shepherds today were terrified at first. Well, I think it must have been a bit of shock. You're minding your own business, maybe having a bit of a snooze by the fire, um, maybe having a drink or something to eat, when your peaceful night is suddenly interrupted by an angel with a message the brightness of the shining glory of the Lord, and then a cacophony of sound from a heavenly choir. Doesn't sound very peaceful to me. But the angel does encourage them to not be afraid, but to listen carefully to his good news, his announcement. Do you know, I think that actually they could be forgiven for perhaps not being able to understand it all at first. It must have seemed a bit ridiculous, really, mustn't it? The saviour, the messiah, the one they've all been waiting, no longing for, wrapped in cloths and lying in a food trough. A baby? Really? What's happened to the riding, strident soldier coming into battle? That's who they were expecting. Where was he? Did they dream all this noise? 
Well, of course, there was only one way to find out, and that was to go and see, and so off they go. And, of course, their trip to Bethlehem confirms all that the angel has told them. I've often wondered what happened to the sheep that night. The Bible doesn't tell us. Although most pictures of a scene show some sheep with the shepherds at the manger when they eventually find it and its precious occupant. But I guess they couldn't take a whole flock into town, could they? Can you imagine the chaos? Um, I'm reminded of that occasion in the first lockdown when um, those goats went into Llandudno. Do you remember seeing those pictures on the television? I mean, yeah, it doesn't bear thinking about really. But now the shepherds become the announcers telling everyone they meet what they had heard and seen. It's almost like a loud Chinese whisper, but without the mishearing, fortunately. And what is now amazing is that the people who hear their news aren't amazed that it's shepherds who are telling them, but they are amazed at what the shepherds are telling them. Shepherds were generally fairly low down in the pecking order in society. Um, they did a job that most people didn't want to do. And so, you know, anything that a shepherd said, well, you could take it with a pinch of salt. But these people, verse 18, all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The Saviour, our Messiah, a baby really, As we watch out for news today, we can often be cynical about what we hear, can't we? Mainly because of who's speaking, perhaps. But back then, even if the shepherds might have been the most unlikely announcers in some ways, God uses them to announce his good news. And the people take notice. These events in Bethlehem were supposed to inspire praise in those who knew about them. They were to be a cause of great joy for the people the angel had said. And certainly the heavenly choir modelled that to the shepherds, didn't they? All the humans involved were affected in some way as their responses range from amazement to treasuring and pondering. Did you catch that in the reading? And then for the shepherds, glorifying and praising. Do you know, as we look back at this story today once more, Perhaps the surprising news this year is that God's favour was resting on ordinary, everyday people like you and me. People struggling with hard work, with poverty, with fear and with desperation in the face of oppression. I think that the heart of this story is the gospel joy that we are not actually the kind of people who deserve God's love. In fact, it turns out that there aren't any of that kind of people. Because in his great love, God has sent his salvation to all people, just like us anyway. It seems to me that it's no wonder that for the past 2,000 years or so, Christians have come to join the shepherds in glorifying and praising God for all the things they have heard and seen. But this leaves me with a question. Will I carry on doing this, the glorifying and the praising, 
as the world around me continues in its chaotic ways, as COVID continues to wreak havoc, as people still try to flee desperate regimes, even if it means making risky crossings across treacherous seas, as our misuse of the earth God has made, as well as one another, continues, will I glorify and praise God because he sent his saviour, even a baby? I've reflected on this long and hard. And to be honest, I don't actually know what else I can do, what else I could possibly even contemplate doing. And so I am going to be like the shepherds. I'm not going to be afraid. I am going to be an announcer of God's good news for all people. Well, why? Because that's what he's asked me to do. And it's been my vocation, and always has been, since I first encountered Jesus in my life nearly 50 years ago. Why would I stop now? And in fact, I suspect that the news is needed now more than ever before. So I want to ask you a question. Might you use that little passage from Titus, which I always call the gift, and I often use at baptism services. Might you use that little passage to be an announcer of God's news too? Will you join me? Will we announce together that the Lord Jesus, our Saviour, has come and will come again? Let's pray. Father God, thank you for all the announcements you have made throughout time. Thank you for all those who have responded and passed on your good news. Help us to do the same this Christmas and always. Amen. Amen.